0: And we're live.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Pete Braley Show. This is show number one. I'm your host, Pete Braley, and this is my son, Matt Braley. That's me. That's you. And I think the set looks great. So I know you're a little concerned you don't have your desk. Everything
0: right? looks good except the desk. Okay, we got uh-huh. nice shelves. We got the poster. I really I, I really like the poster. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan. I think you came we out well. A, a beautiful chair right there um, that we purchased for you. A throne, for some might say. Um, and I'm at a card table that we just had lying around the house well, because, uh, we ran out of money. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I really, couldn't, I, we did look, we, we did, at we every tried
1: furniture place and, and Amazon and everything.
0: I would say it, it's been the hardest part of the show. Setting up the show was finding a desk. You can't find exactly what you need. So when you can't find exactly what you need, you build it yourself, but... The uh our our carpenter that we have on uh, on retainer is in Virginia. My so, oldest son. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we're, going, we're
1: going there in two weeks. Yes.
0: So Doug's going to help me build it, but I don't have it yet. So this this is what we got for now.
1: And two weeks into the show, he has to set up a remote broadcast. Yeah. So putting him right to the test. Don't
0: know whose idea that was, but yeah. we're doing it.
1: We are coming to you almost live this morning. Yeah. Well, well, I'm live. You're live.
0: But I don't. I don't want to talk about it, but it's a talk show, so I guess we got to talk about it.
1: <laughs> It has
0: been. It's been a day. It's been a day, Pete. So it's actually, you're watching this at eight o'clock in the morning, or you're watching it later on the day. Morning. It is six forty-five at night. Yeah. uh, The day before June first. I know it says June first on the screen. It's actually not. It's May thirty-four. We're a bunch of frauds, is what I'm getting at. We
1: uh, we have succeeded in time traveling.
0: Yes. Um. No. Everything is all ready to go, except we tested the YouTube uh, YouTube Live today, and turns out you need uh, twenty-four hours to get approved. Go live on YouTube.
1: And we only had 23 at the time, right? <laughs> That is my
0: bad. Yeah. I put that off late, so I apologize. But yeah. hopefully we'll be live tomorrow. Yeah. Um, we'll see what happens. Some I've heard some cases it takes a couple days, but we'll see.
1: So anyway, welcome to show number one. And uh, I think everything will be fine, you know, as far as getting going here. Uh, just kind of limits us with the chats. We'll get into that in a moment, but we'll be just fine. Uh, welcome to the new show. As I said before, uh, my co-host, producer, is my uh, youngest son Matt, and That's me. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself as to what you are, what you do? Yeah, where am I? I'm
0: Matt. Uh, I'm the youngest of four. Um, some say the best looking of four. Um, yes, uh, but what what uh, what to say? I'm I used to be, be the shy one. From the others, yeah, probably they're probably yeah. text me uh, the second this airs. Uh, no, but I used to be the shyest one. You I would not be. not talk to anybody. Yep. Um, I still am. If you catch me while I'm working at the sporting goods store that I work at, don't talk to me. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> But no it's it's fun because I was the shy one my entire life, and now i'm uh, I'm here to embarrass myself, so
1: let's do it. Hey, we'll see what happens. so yeah uh, we did get some nice comments uh, after the trailer posted uh, the other day, which by the way, was written, uh, produced, and also the music was written and performed by this guy. Thank so. you. Yes, I thought it came out. I'm really proud of it, yeah. Uh, We got some nice comments. Uh, Betty said, I will be watching and listening from Illinois. So happy to have you back. And thank you, Betty. And uh, in fact, we have Betty in Illinois. We have Greg in Florida. We have, uh, I have friends in Holland and Germany. Look at this. So this is the worldwide headquarters.
0: Yes, the Pete Braley Show worldwide.
1: Greg, by the way, said, love the promo, although the voice guy is pretty lame. Now Greg is the voice guy. Yes, that so. is.
0: and he did a phenomenal job. He did. I I had like a rough track of me doing it, and I like pitched it down to make it sound like epic, and it just wasn't there. And Greg knocked it out of the park.
1: Yeah. It was really good. And he uh, he did have a comment for us. To yes, remember
0: he left us a little a little treat. Let me play it for you.
1: And just for the record, nobody will ever be as good as the old sports guy. And just for the sorry. Yeah, he, uh, I I wouldn't say he was the first sports guy, but he was, I guess, one of the first or second co-hosts on the show. So uh, yeah, I enjoyed having Greg. He was only there with me for two years, mm-hmm. but I've known him since the late 80s. And he is now, uh, if you get down to Tampa, Florida, he is the voice of the Tampa Bay Rays. I
0: will say that you are the sports, and you do the sports. So technically, he's saying he's better than you. So he I don't know if sad. you want to square up with him. Well,
1: he has a better voice. So yeah. I, I will give him that. He's got better pipes.
0: We'll let you guys decide.
1: Martha said, remember uh, when I posted the trailer, I said, I wonder if I still got it. So Martha said, it'll be like riding a bike. It will most likely take you all of two minutes to settle back in it. She says, you had us at Hello. Good luck and break a leg. Joke's on you because we never said
0: hello in the trailer. So, no, I love you, but you're a liar. There was no hello. Yes, there was no hello.
1: Valerie says, this is the best news. Following your adventures and challenges have been great, but you have been missed so much. Welcome back. I look forward to hearing you again. Oh, Allison said, that's awesome. Lots of luck to you and your favorite son. Shout out, Allison.
0: That's my favorite part of the trailer.
1: We're not supposed to have favorites. Okay, we don't have favorites. That's why
0: I write the scripts here, folks.
1: Yeah. Uh my friend Scott Fleischman who's up in Vermont said this is awesome. So proud of you guys. This is such a great platform and now you can turn these into podcasts as well.
0: It's a great platform except that they make you wait 24 hours to go
1: live. And they don't tell you that. They don't tell you that no. until you try to go live. And by the way, podcasts will be happening. These will be turned into podcasts so yes, that you sir. can Listen to them while you work out or travel.
0: Safely. Do not watch the video while traveling. Yes.
1: Oh, and uh, finally, Alyssa said, what a fantastic announcement. I am so happy for you and look forward to it. I love that Matt is your producer. This is going to be fun.
0: Hopefully he doesn't screw up. <laughs> With the we'll see. Yeah.
1: I always liked that. I always liked having other people on the show, number one, so there was someone to talk to. But I always liked having younger people, if I could get younger people, because it. It gave you new perspective, yeah you know and it some gave say us, better perspective gave us a chance to understand yeah what uh, what's going on so we thought that uh, we would start the show well first, why don't we uh, talk about how you can keep in touch with us and how you can contact us
0: That's a good point on this video because this one's not live um, you can still leave comments though mm-hmm. so leave comments below of things you want to hear questions that you have uh, compliments for the producer um, you know whatever you would like. Uh, but typically, music. <laughs> when we can start live streaming, um, there'll be the chat that that I'll be monitoring live. So if you have a question, I can read it to Pete here. He can answer it. If you want to know his favorite Ninja Turtle, um, I never watched the Ninja Turtles. So. I wasn't into that. Yeah, no. I don't. think Were any of us? Doug maybe? I feel like uh, Doug might have been.
1: We didn't want Doug to watch the Ninja Turtles or Bart Simpson because we were afraid he would act it out.
0: Uh, climb the curtains. Well, I didn't watch any of that, and I think I was the uh, worst child of them all. So. Anyways, most challenging maybe. <laughs> but you can always reach out to us on uh Facebook and Instagram. You can send us a DM or uh comment on a post. And uh also we have an email, the show at gmail dot com.
1: We'd love to hear from you. Now we thought we would start out the show with taking a look at where I've been. All right. So here we go. Uh for those of you that don't know and you're just cooking on us for the first time, I was part of the morning uh morning radio scene in southern New England for over thirty years first with Joni Pfeiffer on the Joni and Pete show on WMYS, and then the Pete Bradley show on WBSM. I was fired from WBSM after a a new company came to town. We had a pretty successful run on the morning show, but whenever a new owner comes to town, I survived actually two or three new ownerships. But when uh, this one came to town, I guess they had their own plan in mind that Did not involve me or did not involve paying me what I was making.
0: What are your thoughts on the current ownership?
1: So they, uh, what's that?
0: What are your thoughts on the current ownership? The current ownership? That would be me, yes. Oh. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Um, so far, um, getting along well with the current owner. All right, so the first um, show, we'll see. We'll see if we say the same after 50. We'll have to see how much I have to butter them up. I don't (laughs) know, so, um... Once I got over the shock of being fired, and it was a shock, I I never saw it coming. So once I got over the uh, shock of getting fired, I started looking for a new job. And my wife, Priscilla, said, why don't you say yes to everything that comes along? See what's out there. So I did. The Standard Times offered me a Sunday column, and I said yes. My friend, Scott Berniche, offered me a job, a part-time job at Easy 99.1. So I said yes. I started doing that. And I spent a year on the morning show there. I was offered a job covering Martha's Vineyard and Cape Cod football. And I said yes for an internet company. Although that made for some very long days, especially yeah. for a game on the vineyard. Because we would uh, I would meet my partner at 2.30 in the afternoon. Or we'd take the 2.30 boat over to the vineyard. Then a cab to the high school. Set up our equipment. Have a quick bite. Yep. Do the game. And then I had to get another cab to bring us back to the boats, hopefully catching the 830 or the 930 boats. And I would wander in, what, about midnight? Yeah, you'd be back close to midnight. Big yeah. Mac in hand, eat that and go to bed. That's yeah. about it. So, But it was a lot of fun doing that. My friend Jim Marshall offered me a job at New Bedford Cable Network to do high school sports and also an education show, which I still do, Classroom Chr- uh, Chronicle. So I said yes. So I was doing all of these things, and uh, one morning I got up at 4 o'clock to drive to Plymouth for the radio show, and I had a stroke, which uh, on top of all the other surgeries I had had, was the most serious thing I ever had to deal with.
0: It's a scary time.
1: And uh, I, I wrote about it, by the way. The, the family kind of challenged me when I was wondering what to do with myself. They said, well, write a book. So I did. And it's over my shoulder here. Yeah, it's you... right above his left shoulder. Yep. There. I'm not done yet, which is still available at Amazon.com, by the way. Shameless plug. Yes, sir. Um, but, yeah, I wrote that book, and then I uh, I started a website, peoplely.com uh, I started writing uh, a column. Uh, you know, Sunday columns continued when the Standard Times let me go because they did a number of cutbacks. And, uh, yeah, so the website kept me busy. And then last year, uh, my daughter was about to return to work after giving birth to our grandson, Liam, and she wasn't looking forward to handing her baby off to a, a total stranger for take care. So when she was telling me and my wife about that, I, I thought, well, I could do that. You know, I could, I could take care of the little guy. So we talked about it, and uh, everybody thought it would be a good idea. We made, uh, you know, certain arrangements you know, they would set up a diaper station downstairs so I didn't have to take the little guy upstairs all the yep. time. and So that was a blast. I went down to Virginia Beach, and what we thought was going to be just like a six- or eight-month uh, eight job uh, turned into a year and a half. A year and a half, yep. Because, number one, I went there in January of 2020, and then corona hit in uh, March of 2020. So the daycares were not accepting new children. Uh, Then there were Navy issues with my son-in-law and my daughter-in-law and my son. So it ended up being a year and a half. Uh, But we did realize, you know, that I had to come home at some point. I I missed being home. And uh, besides, the little guy needed to be with people his own age because he was too fast for me (laughs) after a little while. So... So yeah, it was it was time to come home, and that's where you came up with the idea for the show.
0: Yeah. So when you were gone, um, obviously it was just me and Trish here, and which I we should say, yeah, um, my,
1: my I, wife's name is not Trish. Yes, um, but he will continue to call her Trish
0: until the day I die. Um, yeah. No. So her name is Priscilla, as many of you probably know, but. I don't know when exactly it happened, but I just called her Patricia to mess yeah, with her.
1: at one point you called her Patricia. Yeah, it
0: was just a joke, but yeah. I, I just liked it. I mm-hmm. thought it was funny. Um, and it, over time, it just shortened from Patricia to Patrish. And then uh, and then to Trish. And now she's just Trish. You know, she just she looks like a Trish to me. So she is just she's Trish. And it's not out of disrespect. It's all out of love. And I think she secretly likes it. Yeah. Every time I say it, she you know, my name's not Trish, but I think she likes it. I think she acts like she hates it, but she really likes it. Plus, everybody calls their mom, mom. That's boring. I call my mom Trish
1: yeah true if we're at a ball field and everybody says mom exactly yeah and i yell out
0: trish trish knows who she is and she'll right probably yell it. out that's not my name back and i know where she is it's perfect <laughs> it works out perfect but yeah no so we we would eat dinner together every night and we just kind of got talking the closer it got to him coming home and i think she was concerned because you were so busy down there um every, every day. day it was every a full-time day. job yep. you you probably worked harder at that than you have at anything in your life it was, it was quite the, uh, Maybe. quite the project Yeah, yeah. Like, that kid ain't easy, but, uh, <laughs> but no, so we were talking every night trying to figure out kind of what would happen. And I, I, I'm kicking myself cause I don't remember exactly when I came up with the idea and I love, I love remembering when you, when you first spark an idea, right? Like the trailer, right. I remember vividly, it was at, it was it like 2am one night, right as I was falling asleep and thank God I didn't fall asleep. I woke up and I, I wrote the entire script yep. of the trailer that you guys saw, Oh wow. um, at 2am. But yeah, so like I love remembering it. I can't remember this one, but you you must have said something to Trish about the radio show, the old radio show.
1: I I, I miss being on the air, and I have every day, and yeah. I, I dream about it at night. You know. So we were we were talking about it because it's always been
0: something that stuck with you, and you know, you wrote the book, and you've been writing blogs, and you've been doing all these jobs, but the radio show still stuck with you. And I had been getting into you know, audio production with music um, and also like video production with different things. And so I was like, we could definitely make this happen. Like, mm-hmm. it's not a question of if we can make it happen. The only question was, I wasn't sure whether or not you'd want to because <laughs> you worked hard for a year and a half. I did not know if you'd want to come home and just take, you know, I did not know if you'd be ready for another full-time job. Well, that's
1: why I asked you for that too, for that week. Yeah. I was going to have we, a week. We did yeah. make a
0: deal. Once he agreed, we made a deal. When he came home, he had a week off, yeah. which let me do some behind the scenes stuff. Um, obviously not register for a YouTube okay. Live because that's still not ready. But um, but yeah, no, so that's but, where the idea came from. Yeah.
1: And, and it uh, you know, I don't know if I could do a full-time gig anymore. I mean, we the show is, is going to run anywhere from an hour, an hour and a half.
0: Yeah. Uh, we basically shoot to prepare a 45-minute show. Yeah. And it'll turn into a 30-minute show or uh, an hour and a half. Who knows?
1: Right. Because it's one of those things where with the surgeries I've had, you can read about it in the book, by the way. Yeah, and there's a lot of them. There's with a lot the, of surgeries. With the and surgeries and things, I, I really can't. I can't sit for too long. I can't stand for too long. I can't uh, walk for too long. So so I've created a full-time job where he
0: walks down from his bedroom, which is probably 100 steps away. Yeah. And he walks down, and he sits in this chair, and he talks for an hour, and then uh, that's it.
1: I can go lay down.
0: I think it's a pretty good gig. I can go lay I down. I can't pay you anything yet. Though. Prep for the rest really yeah. of it.
1: Yeah. So anyway, that that's what we're doing. And uh, to give those of you that don't remember the radio show uh, an idea of what we're all about, we used to call the radio show uh, infotainment. I'd like to think I invented that word, but I really I can't prove it. So, let's so
0: just, let's just say right now that
1: you did. Okay, yeah. So the show was infotainment, and uh, it wasn't a traditional talk show. But if the news of the day, you know, warranted it, we could do that. Uh, it was sort of like New Bedford's version of the Today Show on radio. We would always, you know, we we jump to different subjects. Because that way, if you weren't interested, say, in the subject on sports, yep. you knew that in like three or four minutes, I was going to do something else. Yeah. So uh, we hope to bring much of those uh, segments back. I know I asked about it this weekend, and somebody said that they enjoyed the trivia and especially Medical Monday. Yep. We to, every Monday, we used to have a question that uh, had something to do Yeah, I was wondering with, what that was. Had something to yeah. do... You know, like, if I mentioned a disease, what does it mean? Mm-hmm. You know, or uh, a body part. You know, the official yeah. name of a body part. Where does it uh, locate it? We don't know if we're going to be... I mean, we're trying to figure out how we do trivia because right now we don't have yeah. the call-in capability. It's
0: just a logistics issue once we figure it out. Um, I, I would love to... I love the impossible question. That was one thing that I remember yeah. the most about your show. Um. But, yeah, I would love to bring it back. We just don't take live calls, um, and we probably won't for a little while. So I would just have to figure
1: that out. All right. Yeah. And much of the show will be what I've done for over 30 years, and that is what I call Slice of Life, just Matt and I discussing things that we all deal with on, on any given day.
0: And we deal with a lot, man. Yes. We deal with a lot. Yes.
1: Yes. And uh, also feel free to, to let us know about anything you'd like to discuss. Now, this is show number one, and, uh, yeah, I do count them if you were a listener of the morning show, although you had to be there at the start,
0: because only, I Only the dedicated listeners. That's it, Yeah,
1: your P1 listeners. Mm-hmm. I only did it at 6.10 every morning. I would identify, you know, this is show number 2,422 or whatever. I did get up to 5,000 plus, that's crazy. Al- almost 6,000. Yep. And uh, the reason I did it, it, it was an idea that I got from uh DJ in San Francisco Dr. Don Rose at KFRC in San Francisco. I don't know if I stole it from him or just borrowed it. But.
0: I don't think you can steal. I, I mean, no? it's it's counting shows. I don't really think that's something you can trademark.
1: So what we did was for show number 1000, we got all dressed up in tuxedos, and we did a live broadcast at the Old Country Buffet, if you remember that.
0: Yeah, that closed recently, right? I think so. I th- I think I went there once. It was out sure. near uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Yes, that's right.
1: For show number 2000, I actually took a trip to the Spam Museum in Austin, Minnesota. This
0: guy's addicted to Spam. I don't get it.
1: Well, th- the way it all started, because many people may not know the whole story. Mm-hmm. The way it all started was I was at the fax machine one day. Go ahead, and say what's that. Yeah, what's that? Yeah, yeah. I was at the fax machine, and a press release came over from the Hormel Food Company, the makers of Spam. And they were announcing, I believe, I'm not sure, I have to look up the number, but I think they were announcing the one billionth can of Spam.
0: Which blows my mind that a billion people actually bought Spam.
1: Uh, it's huge in
0: Hawaii. I've, I've never had it. It's I've never huge. had Spam. Really? Yeah. You're I the Spam guy. We always have Spam in the house because of you. And yep. I, I don't think I've ever had Spam. I like a little Spam and cheese. That's really no, good. See, that grosses me out. <laughs> To have that, Trish puts it on salad, which I can understand that. Mm-hmm. But it, a spam, she's it.
1: also had a spam sandwich, and I,
0: that grosses me out. No, it's very good. Mm, I don't it's know. Very
1: good. So anyway, if I found out that there was a spam museum, and uh, at that time the morning show had a budget, it was a line item in the budget. Morning show, five hundred. I thought it was
0: a line item in the budget. Spam, like there was no, a spam no, budget. No. no.
1: So I was able to to buy a ticket. And you fly out to the, they opened up the spam museum at, uh, they had to open it up an hour early, I think because of the time change. Ah. So, uh, you know,
0: I mean, if, if a spam museum opens up early for you, you gotta yeah. be important, right?
1: Yeah. So, uh, we did the show from the spam museum and, uh, I remember after the show was over, I had something like six hours before I had to be at the airport. Mm-hmm. So I got in my rental car, which was a red Mustang. Okay. It was a cool yeah. rental so car. So it was
0: a budget issue. They sent you to the Spam Museum, and they give you a Mustang, huh?
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, so I drove to Minneapolis to see the Mary Tyler Moore statue. Ah. Oh. Yeah. You, know, you know, with her throwing her hat up in mm-hmm. the air. I've seen that. Damn.
0: Yeah. All because of Spam. All Look because at what of Spam has done for you in yep. your life. You so, owe it all to Spam. I do. Some would say I yeah. do.
1: I am. I am the Spam Man <laughs> in New Bedford. Yeah. For show number 3000, I said I was tired and I, I was tired of getting out of bed every morning. So I did my show from my bed and uh, the uh, the late Mayor Fred Kalis actually came to my house and uh, came into my bedroom and gave me a, a plaque.
0: I do have to say that was one thing I was worried about the show is I wasn't sure if you'd want to wake up early again.
1: Yeah, well, the jury's still out,
0: but it's also not as early, which is why I, I thought it was justified True. because it's not
1: nearly as early as your old show. Don't have to get up at four. Yeah, no, just kind of have to get up uh, about a quarter of eight, roll out of bed, and come down. Um, a little earlier than that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, for show number four thousand, we raised four thousand dollars for the Schwartz Center for Children. Then for number five thousand, we took a city trolley and we went around to a few breakfast spots. In the snow that morning. I remember that morning it snowed. Oh, wow. And believe it or not, I was just a few weeks away from number 6,000 when I got fired. That's messed up. And as I look back on it, I kept trying to get, you know, the promotions department and the salesman. I kept trying to get a meeting with everybody so that we could discuss what are we going to do for number 6,000. Nobody was ever available to meet.
0: They're fake. Give me their names.
1: <laughs> so that should have been a sound, right? Because I, I, I did probably. I forgot what number I got fired on, but it was probably number five thousand nine hundred and something. That's crazy. How, do you remember how long it
0: took to like reach those marks?
1: Uh, it took. Uh, I don't. Well, th- I, w- I was there twenty five years. So it took yeah, 25, so 25 years, years to get to almost 6,000. To almost 6,000.
0: Okay, so we yeah. probably won't get to 6,000. I don't know if you want to do this for 25 years. Uh, We'll yeah. see.
1: We'll see. Hey, we'll <laughs> see how much fun we have here. Yeah? So here we are. This is show number one, and uh, let's get it going. Now, we will usually start the day by telling you what our main topic is or the topics we hope to discuss that day, and uh, then we'll get going with a, a look at the almanac. So here we go. Today is July, uh, June 1st. And uh, June is National Zoo and Aquarium Month, Men's Health Month, National Accordion Awareness Month, LGBTQIA Pride Month. It is National Fresh Fruit and Veggies Month, National Adopt-a-Cat Month, National Camping Month. I feel so bad for people that went camping on uh, Memorial Day weekend. It was a miserable weekend. It was. It's finally
0: now, like, somewhat not raining, but... I saw a friend of
1: mine who uh, who packed up on Sunday. I guess they were going to stay till Monday, but he had had it. Yeah, things. It was cold. I would too. Yeah. Uh, National Homeownership Month and National PTSD Awareness Month. Today is National Go Barefoot Day, which I'm not. I I can't. I'm a real sissy. When it comes to that.
0: When it comes to going barefoot?
1: Yeah. I, I don't know if it's, you know, walking. I don't know what I did when I was a kid, but now it's like if if I walk in the street and then mm-hmm. I get a rock under my foot.
0: Are you self-conscious about your feet or something?
1: Well, I think my feet are fine, actually. but
0: mm-hmm. We'll see.
1: It's National Nail Polish Day today. It's uh National Save Something Nice Day. So uh it's a very nice hat you have, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. National Save Something Nice Day. And uh, our history highlight, CNN began on this day in 1980. Does anyone else get amazed that uh, when you talk about 1980, it's 41 years ago? The, uh, the 80s to me seem like last week.
0: Yeah, to me, they seem like a lifetime ago because I was not alive in the 80s. Good point. So they're literally more than a lifetime ago.
1: Now, this was back when there was no 24 hour news cycle. This was back when you watched the 11 o'clock news. And then that was it till the Today Show came on.
0: Now it just never stops.
1: Yep. And celebrating a birthday today, one celebrity that sticks out to me is Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Morgan is 83 years old. I love Morgan Freeman. 80, doesn't everybody? Yep. All right. Uh, so let's get into uh, what's going on. Uh, what we'll do is we'll take a look at the news. At uh, this point, we had a family debate actually about whether or not we should stay away from the news. Uh, some people thought, one of, one of my daughters thought that, uh, we should be an escape from the news and not deal with it, mm. but, I know, the news was always part of the show. Yeah, plus, I, I think it'll
0: be a good source for the news, you know, it doesn't, we don't need all the, all the crap that sometimes comes with the news, it'll just be, what, you know, what you need to know.
1: Yeah, and, you know, we're not out to break any stories yeah. or anything, win any awards, just that, if it happens, that'll be nice, but, uh. We'll just take a look at some of the stories that are going on. Uh, Here's what's happening for this Tuesday. The USS Constitution honored Memorial Day with a 21-gun salute yesterday. Old Ironsides fired off at noon on Monday. The ship also hosted a ceremony on board commemorating the sailors and Marines who have died in service. Several Gold Star families were in attendance. In addition to a fan who was arrested for allegedly throwing a plastic water bottle at Kyrie Irving, Boston police also charged another man who they say assaulted an officer who was trying to remove him from TD Garden. North Oxford resident William Lights was asked by security to leave after he challenged fans around him to a fight. When police said he had to go, he said he paid 40 bucks for these tickets. I, I'm not going anywhere. I mean, $40 so, bucks is not
0: that much for tickets. I'm going to be really yeah, I don't really think game. that's a strong argument yeah. to make.
1: You get into a pushing and shoving match with police. Also, So he'll be appearing in court today, and also appearing today will be 21-year-old Cole Buckley of Braintree. He's the one who allegedly threw a plastic bottle at Irving as he was leaving the floor after the Nets win. Uh, they're charging him with uh, what is it? Assault with a dangerous weapon.
0: I guess it depends who wields it. I will say. I, mean, I, I think if like Dwayne the Rock Johnson was wielding a water bottle, then that's dangerous. Yeah, I think he could hurt somebody. Yeah,
1: especially how much water's left in the bottle. Yeah. President Joe Biden observed his first Memorial Day as Commander in Chief. He delivered remarks Monday at Arlington National Cemetery, painting democracy as the soul of America and one that was worth fighting for and worth dying for. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is on a collision course with one of the state's biggest industries over a law that he signed banning businesses from asking customers whether they've been vaccinated against COVID-19. The cruise ship operators who sail out of Florida's large southern ports say the order is going to make it harder for them to safely return to sea possibly uh, being a major economic uh, setback for the state. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention gave the go-ahead last week to begin working toward restarting the cruise industry for the first time in over a year. Of course, they were massive super spread. They, they were one of the first super spreader locations yeah. of the uh, virus. Now, to comply with CDC guidelines, uh, guidelines rather. And to keep passengers and crew members safe, several cruise liners want to require nearly everyone on board to be fully vaccinated, but that could now be illegal in Florida. That's going to be a mess. And uh, finally, the New Bedford High School Junior Reserve Officers' Training Corps, or the JROTC, has the one at New Bedford High School has earned reaccreditation receiving the highest program accreditation, that's the Gold Star Honor Unit with distinction. Colonel Stephen uh, Bethoney retired, the senior Army instructor for JROTC at New Bedford High, said the cadets worked very hard under difficult circumstances. Most held private group meetings after school hours to organize and hold practice presentations. Our entire battalion did an exceptional job to earn this highest program accreditation. So... Congratulations to them. Yeah. All right, we'll get into sports in just a bit. Look at uh, Red Sox and Celtics and Bruins. Uh, but for the past week, we have been keeping a list of things we want to talk about on the show. And a couple of times, Matt would just call out and say, hey, uh, uh, write down this.
0: Listen, my mind works quick. I can't explain it.
1: So one day, he, I, I wrote this down, Matt and the Spying Bird. Yes. That's all you tell me to write down. So, what what's the detail?
0: Listen, I don't want to get into conspiracies. Okay, that's not what we're here for. <laughs> I do like conspiracies, but we we don't need to talk about it. All right. This is fact. Okay, this is not a conspiracy. For the past year and a half, and I don't, I, I'm not making this up. You can ask Trish. Trish is a witness of this story. Okay. There has been a robin that has been following me back to this house every single day. I I swear. And I'm not making this up. So where I eat dinner, we have assigned seats. I think every, I think everyone has assigned seats, Doesn't right?
2: everybody,
1: every family have and assigned, I'm, assigned seats? I'm
0: very strict about my assigned seats in this house. But at the dining room table, I have my assigned seat. And it faces out a window, okay? Every time I'm eating dinner, the robin is right outside my window. Every single day, never fails. I go to do the dishes. And yes, I do the dishes sometimes, okay? I don't need any of that. But no, every time I do the dishes, right outside the window, there's a robin. And I'm just saying...
1: Now, has it been the same robin? And and how long has this been
0: going on? A year and a half. Yes.
1: So, has this robin gone south for the winter? That's what
0: I think. Because I, and then yeah, come back. It's given me a break at times, so oh. it'll go away for the winter, but it'll come back, and it's right in the same spot. So, my oh. question: Can rob like can birds make like our yard their home? Like, do they remember? I hmm. I wouldn't think so, but I'm also not a bird expert.
1: We used to have a bird feeder right mm. out that window. Yeah, but then uh, we had a problem. With, you know, the birds would drop the seeds all over the That's place, right. and then uh, we actually had a problem with the rat yeah. getting into the. Bird. I thought
0: they were mice. Trish says the rats. Yeah, uh, we can get into that another day. So um, over
1: to that, but I don't know, maybe. But maybe I mean, the bus. worst part is
0: the worst part. I'm out there cutting the lawn the other day. Okay, and so I had the lawnmower out. Yeah, I had the weed whacker out. Mm-hmm. Some loud machinery. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. I was the alpha male in that situation. Okay, not all situations, actually, probably a very few amount of situations am I the alpha male? Okay, look at me. But, anyways, no, I was the alpha male in the situation, and this bird followed me around the entire time. It wouldn't go away, and I'm—I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I—I I brought the lawnmower close. I wasn't gonna kill the bird. Okay, I'm not that kind of
1: guy. Are you thinking like a CIA or something? I'm or? thinking
0: government. I—I I don't know what I did. I mean, I—I I have nothing to offer the government. I can tell you this right now. I have nothing to offer anyone. But um, but for some reason, I'm being spied on by the government. I don't know what it is, but, yes, if this anybody, bird has been following me around.
1: If anybody can relate, please let us know. Yep. All right, a look at sports uh, this morning. It's a good time of year with the Red Sox, Bruins, and Celtics all in action. Red Sox playing well, uh, probably much better than people thought they would. Uh, the Bruins are exciting, and the uh, Celtics a little disappointing after yeah. the game Sunday against uh, Brooklyn wasn't a good one. Uh, series goes back to Brooklyn now. it be interesting to see how that, uh, how that turns out. There's a, a new documentary about Paul McCartney and how he wrote some of his classic songs. We'll have details on that in just a bit. But uh, getting back to sports here, I was reading something recently about how uh, Thea Webstein has actually been put in charge with kind of making baseball more interesting. How to make the game more interesting for, uh, for viewers because they're having a problem with ratings. And, yeah, there's definitely an issue. Something you know.
0: definitely needs to happen.
1: So they're coming up with all kind of changes. I, I don't know how you feel about... Uh, they're talking about moving the pitcher's mound back a foot. See,
0: I don't really know if that would make a long-lasting difference. I mean, I, I really feel like if you move it back, it'll take some time to adjust, but I really think everyone would adjust.
2: The first
1: time I heard that, I'm like, so that you're going to move it back. It'll be 61 feet, six inches. Yeah. It's only going to take, like you said, maybe a month to adjust. Because you were saying that
0: cat, that happened to cat before.
1: Yeah. It, something happened in softball where they went from, I want to say 43 to 45 feet mm-hmm. or, or maybe it was 40 to 43 feet and we had to change her lessons and, but really, after a month, she figured it out.
0: Like I feel, I, if I remember correctly, she was like she she was missing high for like a little bit because it had more space to travel. So right. I think it, I think it would end up high, which I wonder if in baseball it would end up down. I don't know. It's been a while since I played. Um, but anyways, so it was high, but it took her what like a week, a month. Yeah, and then she was back to normal. So I really don't know if that would make a difference.
1: Uh, baseball's commissioner Ron Manfred has allegedly deadened the balls. Yeah, I don't know what they do to it. I don't know if they well there's been
0: a lot of no hitters
1: what four or five i think
0: i don't know the exact number but i feel like it's it's every day i go on instagram and it's it stinks a little bit because i feel like i'm becoming desensitized to a no hitter which is like a very tough thing to achieve and i feel like i go on instagram and it's a big big graphic it's like oh so and so threw a no hitter hitter. and it's kind of one of those things where you look at it and you go hmm and keep scrolling like it's impressive and then you just move on or
1: you come downstairs and say hey matt there was another no hitter last night oh who threw it some guy in cleveland yeah, I, no. I, I oh know. okay yeah just some guy yeah so i uh, i think they definitely need to make some changes to the game yeah. um you know now they have double headers that only go seven innings each should should every game only go seven innings See,
0: I don't know. as As a viewer, I think maybe I I have watched a doubleheader uh, of two seven inning games, and it's it's a little bit more exciting because it's I don't know it's faster paced or at Changes least it feels like it. the way like they it. manage it too. Yeah, yeah. So I I liked that. Um, I do think they have a problem with having doubleheaders as seven inning games and then regular games and nine inning games. And it was actually Cat's fiance Josh that pointed this out that s- stats become kind of skewed now because right. some some teams are playing more innings than other teams, right. and so it's kind of Hard to compare that stuff. I don't see as a viewer, maybe, but I feel like the experience at the ballpark would kind of stink if it was only seven innings. I feel like it would leave me wanting more. Yeah. I feel like nine innings is an experience,
1: especially if you're pacing yourself. You know, pizza in the fifth exactly. inning, popcorn right. in the sixth and inning, and they
0: closed down uh, alcohol stands at, in the seventh inning. Right. What are they going to do in the fifth inning now? You only got five innings to, to drink. Never beer? thought about that. Yeah.
1: Never thought about that. Yep. All right. Some entertainment news for you this morning. The songs of Britney Spears will be worked into a musical that's called Once Upon a One More Time, and it is going to hit the stage this November at the Shakespeare Theater Company in Washington, D.C. Do you ever think Britney Spears' music would go to Broadway? Of course, you, they probably said the same about Billy Joel yeah. back in the day. Uh, but uh, Britney's uh, hit songs in the musical will be Toxic, Lucky, Stronger, and, oops, I did it again. The original story imagines Cinderella, Snow White, The Little Mermaid, and Sleeping Beauty becoming modern feminists. Okay. The musical has been in development for at least two years, but I guess uh, we're going to see it come to the stage this November.
0: I'll tell them this. I'm intrigued. All right. I'm intrigued.
1: So it, it's called, again, Once Upon a One More Time. And McCartney 321 is a new six-part documentary that will premiere on Hulu July 16th. Craig Irwich, who is the NBC Entertainment president, says, Never before have fans had the opportunity to hear Paul McCartney share in such expansive, celebratory detail the experience of creating his life's work, more than 50 years of culture-defining music. I think that'll be cool.
0: Who is Paul McCartney?
1: Uh, he was in a band before Wings called the Beatles. Oh, okay. The
0: Eagles. I got you.
1: You know who Paul McCartney is.
0: I do need to specify that I do know who Paul McCartney is because people are going to rash on me, (laughs) and it was just a joke, okay? Don't believe everything I say. Most of the things I say are a joke. I will say that.
1: It is fascinating when uh, when you see him talk about how he wrote his songs Mm -hmm. and what— you know, he he wrote uh, yesterday the beautiful song. Yesterday, he wrote that in, like two hours.
0: That's great. Yeah, it is great. I love learning about people's like creative processes you know? and stuff.
1: So, uh, in fact, you can actually uh, that uh, James Corden, yeah, uh, video. What do they do? The uh, carpool, carpool karaoke. Ca- yeah, karaoke. Yeah. He uh, he actually did a what half hour or an hour special with Paul McCartney, and he said just blew him away. James Corden actually sang. That his father was a huge Beatles fan. Yeah. And if his father who has passed away, if his father could only see how James was singing the songs with Paul in Liverpool. I do have to
0: say the thing I like most about Carpool karaoke is like it's it's live live singing of these artists. So Mm -hmm. like there's been some insane artists that go in there and you're like okay they can really sing like there's no it's literally like it's the microphone on like a camera yeah there's no there's yep. no production no going processing. on yeah no so it, it is kind of cool in that in that aspect
1: one other uh note here 34 million dollars in mega millions this week 268 million dollars in powerball what numbers do you choose when you play the lottery do you have specific numbers do you play birthdays or anniversaries uh, do you play the numbers that uh, maybe come out on your fortune cookie? Mm-hmm. I used to have uh, certain numbers that I would play, but then we had four of you, and I got outnumbered. I couldn't make all the numbers fit on the card.
0: I ruin everything, don't I?
1: So, so I actually, it's much better, I think, to have the computer pick the numbers because mm-hmm. let's say I have my own numbers, you know, two, four, six, eight but I don't make it to the store that day. Mm. And those numbers come out.
0: You'd never be able to live with yourself. I hate myself. Yeah.
1: You know, this way, I don't know what my numbers would have been. That's true. So Plus, I, never- I think they studied it,
0: right? And it's it's something about it, it, this, the odds are the same or very similar. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah.
1: But then I read this story that says uh, a recent survey of 146 lottery winners – they chose their numbers based on their fortune cookie, and these lucky winners hauled in more than $400 million between them. That's crazy. What, what I I,
0: Now, what I do want to know, though, is did they get one fortune cookie and they keep playing those numbers, or do they like? is this a, a thing where they go out for Chinese and whatever fortune cookie they get that
1: night, they play those numbers? I would think that would yeah. be it. Yeah. I
0: mean, right. that's kind of a fun, uh, fun little tradition there. Go get some Chinese and then buy some lottery tickets.
1: Last time I got a fortune cookie, there was no fortune in it. That's scary. I know. What does that mean? Does that mean like I there's no hope for me?
0: Do you I, think they do that as a prank? Like they're <laughs> like, I'm gonna mess with the person that gets this cookie.
1: Well, I can tell you it worked. <laughs> the last time uh last time they did it to me. Right. All right. One of the uh one of my favorite parts of the uh radio show was the interviews that we did. I met some uh, I, I met uh David Baldacci, my favorite author. I actually did you? I had him on I the never, show. I never knew that. Yep. I had David on the show one day. And uh, I loved reading his uh, material. Uh, we had some great interviews. I'll admit we had some that eh, you kind of rush them off stage. Give
0: you know. me names. I need to know who.
1: Don't forget the <laughs> book is called This. And Thank you very much. Have a good day. So we sat around. One, you know, we, we are bringing the interviews back. Yes. And we sat around wondering uh, who would be a good guest for the first show. Yep. And I thought maybe we could get in touch with someone who would have some advice for you. As yep. to what it's like to to be the co-host. So I got in touch with probably someone who uh who was a co-host for the longest. And uh that was my good friend Scott Ranish. So on show number one, we have Scott Ranish as our first guest. Look at you, huh? Guest number one. Welcome. What happened? Nobody else could show up? Uh <laughs> how did you know? That's it, yeah. <laughs> we had like three cancellations. Uh <laughs> No, I, I was actually thinking that uh, you are probably the one that was the co-host for the longest,
2: right? I think so. It started in the in the late 80s, and it went for a significant amount of time. And then there was a pause, and then we, we brought the show back.
1: Right, right. I, yeah, I remember in the 90s. We did a lot of stuff in the 90s, so I remember that. But I also thought that maybe you could give Matt... Uh, you know, a little heads up as to what it's like sitting. Yeah. What am I getting
2: myself into? Yeah. Right now? Yeah. Not much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's the key. I'll, I'll tell you a benefit of it. If you want to know, Matt. Yeah. Uh, y- if you get coffee, you can hold on to the change for quite some time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: He used to, uh, I used to give him a 20 yep. to get coffee in the morning for the two of us or what. And then he'd come back and he just wouldn't give me any change. <laughs>
2: And that's yeah days
0: sometimes. It was a tip. It was a
2: it was a delivery <laughs> fee. Yeah. yeah. A couple of All of a sudden later, a week later Pete would say, "Hey, you got the uh, change from that 20?" He pulls out 50 bucks from the last <laughs> month of change that he saved up. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so I remember you you always had to, well, you brought you brought the coffee every morning, right? And you used to pick up the newspapers back in the day.
2: Well, yeah, could be if you want to go back a little farther before I was the co-host on the Pete Braley show. If you backed up w- way before that into the early '90s I was I was the, fir- the first job I ever had at uh, WBSm was I was the intern back when you were on with Greg. This was 92, oh, 93. Really?
0: Greg yeah. that did the promo yep. Greg? The guy. Ah. Yeah.
2: yeah look at that So that was back on Union Street. So my job then was uh, there was uh, if you remember a McDonald's in downtown New Bedford.
1: Oh right, yes.
2: and I would walk there. Right, from the radio station pancakes the and whatever i think we had designated days where we ate at mcdonald's
0: wow so how's this going to work with we just have a keurig in the kitchen so you're gonna do i have to make it in the kitchen and bring it Could in you here please oh yeah.
1: okay that would be yeah. nice of you great did that. yeah were you there the uh remember the day that uh greg and i it was the first day of summer so we wanted to celebrate by doing the show at the beach but i i forget what, what we obviously couldn't arrange you know a beach broadcast mm-hmm. at six in the morning so greg filled up the back
2: of his pickup oh, yeah. truck with sand. oh yeah
1: yeah you were there for that
2: yeah yeah that was uh that was probably the first month i had ever worked in the building at all
1: <laughs> and your assignment was to yeah. fill up a pickup truck with <laughs> sand it's a miracle you didn't quit and we had a couple of beach chairs and a beach ball there. And uh, yeah, we did the show from the corner of Percher street and union in a pickup truck for the first day of summer So that was one of the, uh,
0: how was it received? Was it a good idea? I think it work so. Out?
1: I think, you know, there, there was part of the, by the way, that's oh, Charlie. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's, that's Charlie, Charlie. In the background. He's on He's, the couch. We,
2: we just started the interview. People are already crying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Charlie wants to get down and play, but you know, there's all kind of, there's cables. a lot of wires. Yeah. Yeah. So that's probably not a good idea
2: trying to keep him
1: away from the wires. Yeah. So uh, what now, of course, uh, many people know what Scott's up to now, but let's cover it here for a bit. Scott is the program director at easy 99.1 and, uh, tell us about your day.
2: It, it, it never ends. It's, it's those long days that, uh, that don't seem to, uh, to come to an end any day. But the good news is it's fun. So it's nothing that's, uh, you know, I'm not emptying septic systems out of <laughs> that <laughs> daily. <is true. laughs> that's not a good job. Uh, no offense. Uh, but uh, the day starts at eight o'clock and uh, we've been broadcasting from home since the beginning of the pandemic and uh, life has gotten better because of that.
0: Yeah, I was going to say do you like do you prefer broadcasting from home or or in the I studio? Do.
2: It, because it changes light, your lifestyle so much. So the, the the bottom line quickly, it changes you have more available time for your family, you have more mm. available time to cook, you have more available time for household chores because it takes the office and brings it into your home. Now you have 24 hours a day where you could tend to radio yeah. stuff, as opposed to uh, just the time that you were in in, in a building. So it, it makes a big difference. I hope I never go back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, what is the, I, you know, because a lot of people feel, especially with the loosening of the regulations this weekend, there are some people that feel the pandemic is over. So I was just, you know, are they talking about you moving back in the studio or what?
2: Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I think what it'll it'll eventually will happen is uh, it may be like a a hybrid model where I go in sometimes. But uh, if if I couldn't do things the the same way or better, then I would vouch to go. I I would. uh, I would vote to go back to the building. But Mm -hmm. uh, in essence, it's a downgrade if I go back. At least right now.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, But it just changes a lot of things. I I spend a lot of time at night when the socks are on. I'll put it on in the background and do work that I would normally have to do within the confines of a nine-to-five day. Uh, but now I can do it uh, at night when it's things are more relaxed. Abby's upstairs doing homework or FaceTime your friends, and I'm working. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, you've got uh, probably probably one of the most po- uh, popular shows in the
2: area right now with the back in the day Easy Cafe, wouldn't you say? It's caught on quite a bit. Yeah, uh, I've been doing that show now for about seven years, if you can believe it, six or seven. And uh, it started off slow, but it's turned into something that uh well the whole station really uh, something that people look forward to to have and make it a part of their day and uh, i always I always say that easy ninety nine point one is like a like your favorite coffee cup. so everybody has a shelf in their kitchen that's loaded with coffee cups, right right but you've never seen the ones in the back or on the side. <laughs> you go to the same two coffee cups all the time because you're you're comfortable with it it's your favorite it it feels like part of your life even if it's a little chipped it's got coffee stains in it the the it's faded a little but you're going to go right back and you won't go for the brand new mug in the back because it's not quote unquote your mug uh so we've turned into people's favorite coffee mug
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's a great way to put it i've never heard it uh, said that way before one of the things i like about easy 99.1 and it's true i I did work there and I might work there again when uh, things get back to uh, my I normal. Hope. Yeah. Uh, but one of the things we'll I have to negotiate liked was though, because
0: having... I do have you under contract
1: now, <laughs> well, <laughs>
0: we'll have to see what happens.
1: Is that what I signed the other night? Yep. John, I shouldn't do that <laughs> when we're having beverage, Um But one of the things I liked about the station and I enjoy now as a listener is you always seem to have an Oh, wow. song, you know, you'd be listening and all of a sudden the song comes on and you go,
2: Wow, oh, I haven't heard that in so many years. Yeah, But it's one that you know word for word, I bet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In yeah.
1: fact, I texted Scott the other day because uh, Scott can tell you that one of the running bits we had on the show was that I was a Tom Jones fan. Now, I don't know if uh, Matt will have to look up who Tom Jones was. Yeah, who's that? Yeah. Uh, Tom Jones, how would you describe Tom Jones, oh, Scott? Uh, the pop like Elvis. Elvis. The pop <laughs> Elvis. There you go. He did, you know, the Vegas shows, he always wore tuxedo and, Mm -hmm. you know, the women would throw their underwear at the stage. Uh Yeah, he was, he was that kind of guy. Sometimes they were clean. Sometimes. (laughs) Not often. Uh, And, and I was a fan. I don't know why I became a fan of his, and this was going back to the sixties, late sixties. And anytime we had a Tom Jones reference on the show, I would fire off one of his songs, you know? Do we have to bring Charlie yeah, get, over to the show? Why not? What's he got to disconnect? There you go. Uh, but I would always, uh, you know, play a Tom Jones song and kind of act it out. The other day, Scott actually got a request. Here comes Charlie. Oh. I too many buttons. Oh. You see Charlie here now? Now he's happy.
0: Hopefully, we're not butchering the audio quality now.
1: <laughs> um. <laughs> So the other day I was listening to Scott, and someone called and requested a Tom Jones song. So he played Green, Green Grass of Home on the Back of the Day Cafe. And wasn't
2: that a theme of your? It was colors was a theme? Yeah, that day it was color. So I had to have a, the song had to have a color in the title.
0: Yeah. I will say that's one that's one of the cool things because we're friends on Facebook and I always see you. You have like a different theme and everyone comments under it.
2: Every Friday. Yeah, I yeah. definitely
0: like the themes. It's a creative idea.
2: You know, Matt, it's not unusual for a young person not to know who Tom Jones is. And that's his one of his songs. <laughs> okay, see, I knew
0: the song if you said that. I, oh, I, there I you just, go. I oh, just didn't okay. know who Tom Jones is. Yeah, isn't yeah. That from the from, Fresh Prince of,
1: of, of, of Bel Air? Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, they made it famous again.
1: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, somebody called in and requested a song. So while I was uh, I was driving actually. So once I got home, I texted Scott. And I said, would it surprise you that I know every word to that song? And Even though re- you haven't heard it in a while. Yeah. And his response to me was, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me at all.
0: That's, that's a good point, I, though, because I always hear you- songs. And like I, I never think to add them to a playlist because you don't really think of old songs. I feel like that's the way music is now with streaming is like you listen to To the most recent releases and then they just get dumped and you don't hear them for, for
1: years. At least that's how I go. So that's a that's our job is to, bring to them back. Make, you, yeah. make
2: you remember songs that you forgot you knew.
1: Yeah. yeah. So uh, you're on the air from what? Eight to one is it or eight to two?
2: Eight to one. Now he'll probably adjust that uh, a little bit going forward as we uh, try to bring back some pieces that we uh, had to let go for the, uh, because of the pandemic. But what's it been like uh, being on the air During the
1: pandemic, I I can't, you know, I I wasn't obviously wasn't on the air. So I can't imagine what it was like dealing with what things changing every day. Right.
2: Yeah. But um, we, the the mindset that we had was, you know, you can get endless news and uh, people arguing back and forth about uh, what, what they should be doing anywhere. So. We tried to go the other way. We we made it a place for people to get away from everything. I and mean, this is the same time we went through that crazy election and all of those things that uh, were happening in that the same time period as the pandemic was going on. So the mindset for us was, you know what, we're just going to make people happy. Uh, we're going to play. We're going to play great music. We're going to give people an outlet to to try to put a smile on their face. And if they need to get into the depths of the pandemic or the election or anything that was going on, there was plenty of places they could do that. Uh, so we went the other way. Yeah, well, definitely it was something that was welcome by many people to yeah. have an escape. Yeah. Yeah. And as the time went by, the more, more and more people wanted the escape. At the yep. beginning, people yep. needed to know what was going on. But then yep. after a while, people had just had enough.
1: So, uh, looking, you and I have uh, been talking about the show uh, past couple of weeks, you know, the the show that we used to do on uh, BSM. uh, And you actually sent us
2: a bunch of audio. Well, used to be morning promos, right? Yeah, we would take a clip from every show the highlight of the show, at least what we thought the highlight was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we would run that all day on on WBSM so that uh, people who may or may not uh, have tuned into the morning show would be enticed to listen to it uh, based on a small clip that they heard. So uh, we did that every day for quite some time, and there were uh, hundreds of them, really.
0: I mean, the great thing for me is... I never really listened to your show all that much because I was really young. I
1: couldn't even get him to listen. Yeah, to I, I mean, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh,
0: no, but I mean, I was young when it all happened. So like re-listening to the clips, especially most of those clips were before I was even born because there were right. some clips of Sarah and Doug when they were like super young. So I wasn't yeah. even a thought yet. Yeah, And right. so it was, it was reliving all those those clips. I mean, you guys are pretty
2: good. i gonna yeah. be honest. Well, thank you. Pretty good. It worked it worked. It was fun. It was, you know what, if you, I'm, I'm having a great time now at, at the station because I'm, I'm, I'm able to play. I've always loved this music all my life. So to have an outlet for it now is great for me. Uh, but the time I spent with Pete on that show, Amanda, we have some fun. We really did.
1: And it was really a lot of it. Well, I wouldn't say a lot of it was, you know, not planned, but I mean, they were just things that developed. And one of the best things I ever did in my radio career. I don't know if I've ever discussed this with you, Scott, but I think you saw it. One of the best things I ever did was I learned to relax. I learned to just step, because I used to be a very formatic guy. You know, I have to get the call letters in. I have to tell you the time and the temperature and all of that stuff. But then I learned to just sit back. And if Scott came up with an idea that I hadn't even thought of,
2: I had to teach myself to go with it. If you, know, do do you remember, you used to say once in a while when we were in a commercial break, mics were off and you'd say, oh, I got to tell you what happened to me yesterday right. while we were off the air. And I would go, nope, nope, <laughs> do it on the air. <laughs> yep. I don't want to know about it now. Wait till we turn the mics on and you go, oh, perfect. And it would always you would tell the story on the air. And the first time I would hear of it would be when it was on the air. That way you could get my natural reaction from it. So I didn't I, I didn't like to plan things because it ruined the spontaneity of it.
0: Well, it's funny, too, because we're, we're planning the show and shows to come, and I feel like the first concern when we kind of had this idea was, like, what are we even going to talk about? Do we have enough to talk about on a day-to-day right. basis? And, like, listening to those clips, you could tell that, like, not all of that was just that, like, that wasn't a structured out, like, scripted no, no. thing. And so that's what I, th- I feel like we tried to... We tried to emphasize is like we don't need to plan out six months of shows right now because it'll plan life, itself. Exactly, you know. life happens, and yep. what what happens yesterday we can use today. And this guy so, wants
1: to get down. So <laughs> yeah, we can definitely do stuff like that. Charlie, come on, man. Um, but one of the things Matt told me that uh, I can look forward to is uh, a lot of those tapes that you or the the CD that you sent to us, Scott. They're going to become what? You're going to surprise me. Yeah, with we're.
0: A- uh, from the vault clip. Yes. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm not going to tell him what it is. I, I have some uh, some bones to pick with uh, certain segments. So, Bones uh, <laughs> to, <yeah.
1: laughs> to pick? Yeah. Charlie is, uh, what did we decide? Three months old. Uh, because we were told he was born on March 1st. So, uh, with the show today, he is three months old. And he is a, I don't know if I mentioned this. He is a schnoodle. Yeah, I was going to ask. What yeah. is that? It's a cross between a he's a schnauzer and a poodle. Oh, okay. I originally wanted to name him Noodle, but Priscilla said no. Should should we mention what mom wanted yeah, to name should, him? Yeah, we
0: should. This will probably be a thing on the show too, not just in the interview, but she she wanted to name him Jethro from the Hillbillies. I don't know what it was from. She didn't I don't know, know if what it was from,
1: from NCIS, you know, it's Joe oh. Gibbs or, uh, yeah, you, you and I are showing our age with the Beverly <laughs> Hillbillies.
0: But we, we just... tried we tried to be nice, but I was like, yeah. straight up, like, mom, that's a terrible name. Yeah. like no. a, So Man, it doesn't sound
1: like a dog name.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Doesn't yeah. he look like a Charlie, though? Yeah. 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 A lot Charlie of energy. Definitely yeah. the better name. He's got his own blog now, too. Yep. I, uh, he writes Charlie chats every Friday. Oh, huh. yeah. So. Talented. And yeah, I forget how much work a uh, puppy can be. So uh, that, uh, especially when he wakes up at like three in the morning, he he has to go outside.
0: But you're not the one that took him out at three in the morning that
1: time. What's that? You called me and I took him out at three in the morning. Well, you happen to still be up. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I texted him and I'm like, are you still up? And thank God he said yes.
0: Those days are over, though. (laughs) We'll be up early every day. So.
1: So, Scott, thank you for being uh, guest number one on uh, show number one here. And no, it's
2: not because we couldn't get anyone else. I appreciate it. And like I said, I had a blast during those days. And uh, I'm glad you're doing this because people need to uh, hear and see you. And I think that uh, it'll catch on and it's going to be a a massive success, my opinion. Well, thank you very much. You got to be sure. I'm sure there'll be many more interviews with you as well. Well, now that we have all this fantastic technology, this is something we did not have. That's true. When the people the Show was going on in the nineties, <laughs> remember how afraid, yeah. uh, how afraid of uh, Y two K we were? Yes, yes, <laughs> we thought everything was going to crash. Yeah, at uh,
1: when when uh, at the end of nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. yeah, and uh, we didn't know what to expect, and nothing happened. Not right. a
2: thing. Nothing. That was okay. so overhyped, just like anything else, really. I don't even remember reading stories about, well, yeah, well, this place
1: had this. I, I read nothing about computer uh, issues at uh, at Y2K. Well, thank you again, Scott. And, uh, yeah, we'll be in touch and uh, have you on again, uh, I'm sure, as uh, as we go on.
2: Thank you, Pete. It's been an honor. And, uh, Matt, don't forget the coffee.
0: Yep. <laughs> it's my only job here. But okay, keep guys. the change. <laughs> yes, I will store the change. Save it up. But oh, I will not man. give it back this time.
2: Oh, <laughs> It adds up, you know, if you don't give it back. Yeah. <laughs> Take care, guys. Take care. All right. Thanks. All
1: right. Thanks again to Scott Reneesh for being on the show with us today. And, uh, boy, our voices sounded low on that. Uh...
0: Yeah. That's a combination of Zoom uh, quality and allergies. That's what that Oh, is that? Oh yeah. oh. yeah.
1: I'm actually going through allergies. I, I got a double whammy here because uh, – I had allergy season down in Virginia Beach when I was there in April, and then I came back May first just in time for allergy season here. Yeah, so. you really lucked out there. Yeah, yeah, double whammy. Uh, before we close out, uh, let me uh, maybe you could mention how to reach us again and all the YouTube stuff.
0: Yeah, so for this video, make sure you comment underneath. Uh, tell us your thoughts of the show. Tell us what you want to see. Any questions you have? Any comments any uh, compliments for some of us um, but anyways uh, no you can uh, in in the live streams you can live chat um, we would love that um, yep. I'll be monitoring it like I said telling Pete what I see um, what we want to talk about and uh, hit us up on Instagram and Facebook at uh, the Pete Braley show and also uh, the email the show at gmail.com
1: Charlie came very close to just bumping into your camera. So
0: yeah, if, if he's been any... asleep this entire time. He's been doing a great yep. job until now.
1: Any mm-hmm. comments for Charlie? Just let us know. Yeah. So what's up for you today? For the rest of the day?
0: Uh well, like I said, we're recording this the day before you guys are about to see it. So it's actually oh. almost eight o'clock. Um, I have a little bit more to do. Time
1: to go to bed.
0: Yeah. Right. I have uh, I have a little bit more to do with. Uh, I'm taking a music class actually oh, cool. on, on songwriting and production. So I have a little bit more to do for the day, and then right. and then my day's done.
1: We'll have to Luckily. learn more about that. And uh, also for me uh, today, I am going to be uh, dealing with this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Very nice. Back in the boots. And we'll have the story about that tomorrow as long as well as uh, much more. So, yes. uh, as I used to do on the, uh, we're, we're going to end every show with a thought for the day. And I thought I'd explain uh, a phrase that I used to use a lot when I did the radio show. I would end it by saying, all right, go out and make it a good day. Now, you notice I'm not saying have a good day, because when I say have a good day, it kind of sounds like you you have to have someone else help you. Yeah. Hopefully things fall in line and you will have a good day. But in this way, I'm saying make it a good day. Go out and make it a good day. Find something. Do something that will make you happy. Make it a good day. So, make it a good day. Yeah.
0: And All that's right. going to do it for us. Take care. Peace.